Hi, we're here in the studios today with our friend and guest, Roy McCutcheon, the owner of the Black Barn here locally with his wife, Joanna, and they do have three kids. We'll talk about them here in just a few minutes. But Roy, welcome to the studio. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you have been the owner uh, since 1994, you tell me. Is that correct? That is correct. But it, w- it was actually started back in 1972. Yes, it was started in 1972 by a gentleman by the name of Bob Horton. And I started working for Mr. Horton in 1979. Wow. Uh, you was probably, what, three, four years old? I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was a freshman in high school, mm-hmm. and I worked for him for seven years. What, what brought you there to work? Was it just one of those easy jobs, or did you have a love for it at the moment? Uh, no, I just needed a summer job, mm-hmm. and he gave me one, and I actually liked what I was doing, and I found out that I really understood what was happening around me. So what, what was your daily chores there? What were you doing? Well, we, at that time, it was a very large strawberry farm. So we spent most of June dealing with pick your own strawberries. And then we grew tomatoes and peppers and sweet corn. So we start, our day started at 7. We picked corn till 9. Then we went and picked zucchini, tomatoes, and peppers after lunch. We would continue picking. And then we would pack produce to ship to Cincinnati. Now, you can't. You can't. Uh, pick it until it was planted were you involved in that yeah uh, I mean I was in high school Mm -hmm. so we would come after school and help I got you that part wasn't as big uh, dependent on the kids right so would your job also be the watering of the product yeah it was all done by irrigation Mm -hmm. so not 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 too much back in 1972 what was their irrigation like versus today Uh, most of the irrigation now is done underground uh, through drip tape, and then it was mostly overhead, big booms, sprinklers. Hmm. So since you've owned it, uh, tell me some of the improvements that you've made. Well, we've torn down several greenhouses and put up new ones. Mm-hmm. <coughs> all the wiring has been redone. All the plumbing has been redone. Uh, concrete aisleways, bigger parking lot. Virtually every greenhouse since I bought it has been upgraded and redone mm-hmm. and how many greenhouses uh 14 total wow yeah, 14, yeah and about an acre and a half of production space wow so what do you grow in your greenhouses primarily uh virtually every annual but as an example we have seven thousand hanging baskets wow. uh, the four and a half inch pots we are up to seventy five thousand of those uh, tomato plants, we're doing this year 2,000 flats, which is about 90,000 just individual tomato plants. So it's a big operation. It's huge. So yeah. do you take it from seedling through, or how do you do uh, Some we do with cuttings, and but most of it's seedlings. Now, we do all the planting ourselves. Now, do you still do strawberries as well? Nope. Okay, nope. so how come you got out of that business? It was a bigger pick-your-own operation in mm-hmm. June, which pick-your-own's kind of uh, – been phased out and having a lot of greenhouses we don't have the time to deal with the strawberry patch at the same time Mm -hmm. so i mean we're still growing tomatoes and peppers and cucumbers and pumpkins sweet corn and all that but uh they don't need a lot of attention until july whereas your strawberries need attention in may yeah now what what is the thing that you grow later in the season pumpkins and gourds and those kind of things and we do a lot of produce late yeah, we're still picking tomatoes generally the last week of September, first week of October. What kind of tomatoes? 
Uh, we grow a lot of commercial varieties, but a big one for us is Primo Reds. That's mm -hmm. a really good variety. It stays short, uh, heavy producer. That that's one one of the bigger ones. Built more is one that tolerates a lot of heat. Mm -hmm. It's a full season tomato, so we usually plant that the first week of June. We start picking it generally the last week of September. Hmm. Now, who are your uh, target audience? Who do you uh, try to attract to come to the Black Box? Yeah, we we sell to locally to individuals. Mm -hmm. You know, we have excellent customer base, uh, very loyal people. Uh, I like to think I know almost all of them. You know, mostly my friends. Mm -hmm. So you have over what about five thousand likes on Facebook? Yeah. So do you know all five thousand? Not 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 all of them, but I, I recognize a lot. You of recognize, them. Yeah. 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 I'm sure they've uh, been probably not just a one-time customer, but they yeah. frequent for years. Yep. What's the earliest customers that you typically? You know, we're going through the Corona, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. But typically, when you open, what does that uh, what does that look like for you? Are you like slammed right from the beginning all the way through? Uh, generally, we're not. Now, it's changed a lot over 25 years, but now it seems like we start getting busy the end of April. Mm -hmm. So usually the third and fourth week of April, we'll start getting busy and stay very busy until Mother's Day mm -hmm. or a week after. And then it kind of slows down a little bit. Yeah. So it used to be we would start getting really busy the first of April, but not so much anymore do you find people coming in obviously you target what you're producing based on what people are asking for do you uh, find that you're in a comfortable place to where you're producing exactly what your customers are needing yes yeah we, we every year we change and we listen to what they're saying and obviously we know what they're not buying because it's left over <laughs> yeah. so we quit growing things that we we don't sell give out give me an of. example of what that might be <sighs> Probably the best one would be Lantana. 25 years ago, we grew 100 pots of Lantana. I don't even it, know what that is. It, it's, it, it, it's an annual that loves the heat. Uh -huh. It's pretty easy to grow. And uh, 25 years ago, we grew 100 four and a half inch pots of Lantana. And every year, more customers would ask for it. They would ask for different colors. And so we went from 100 to 300 to 600 to 900. This year, we grew 2,500 pots of Lantana. Wow. So in 25 years, it went from a plant that most people didn't really like. Now they, you know, they, they like it. Mm -hmm. Now, when you, uh, what is your normal hours of operation when you're... Uh, in the spring, we, we're going to run this year 9 in the morning till 8 at night. Wow. We're, we're expanding our hours just to make people feel more comfortable about coming in if we're not crowded. Yeah, that's good. That's good. A lot of people work late, too. Yeah. And then once we get back from the corona, I'm sure people will try to be making up a lot of things. So yes. being open later yeah. actually helps. So yes. Probably, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I'm there anyway. So, you know, I mean, I'm, if we close at 7, I'm generally there till 9 doing something anyway. So, we thought we'll just keep open an extra hour. And that way, if people want to wait until later to come out mm -hmm. where there's not as many people. That's how, how big is your property there? Uh, where the greenhouse is set, it's 15 total acres. Mm -hmm. So, total, you, you have about 15 acres? Acres there at that site gotcha do you live on property or i do not i, I live you. on the edge of town did the previous owners used to or how how did that property uh, <laughs> well that property uh where the black barn is back in the early 80s it started at the bottom of the hill on 63 where there was that big farmhouse uh -huh. and it went all the way to where the laundromat is <clears throat> wow. 
Wow. That was all part of the Black Barn operation. Wow. Then the, the original owner sold off to the lumber yard and uh-huh. the different places. Yeah. But it used to be that whole when you let when you pass the laundromat, everything to the south side of the road was the black barn until you started going up the hill now did he ever have a house on site uh yeah he did he had uh-huh. the big farmhouse at the bottom of the hill on 63 now is there is there any remnants of his family in the area or around i, I, I believe so i don't see him you know it's been right. 25 years yeah, so i understand now do you have a big collection of pic- pictures throughout the years that you <laughs> put on display i i, I don't <laughs> i and, and you know that's crazy because people ask that in, in in a farm setting, in a greenhouse setting, electronics don't work. Uh, computers go bad, they get wet, phones get ruined, our uh, cash registers, our credit card machines, all that stuff has to be traded out about every two years. Wow. So like a smartphone for us, we're lucky to get a year out of it. Just from the humidity uh-huh. in the greenhouse and then being on a tractor all summer. Do you hear that, Apple? You need to <laughs> make something for the agricultural yeah. community. Yeah, we just take our cash registers every after the second year. We just throw them in the dumpster wow. at Christmas when we shut down. They're, just, they're no good at yeah, that point. They're just no good. Wow. Almost like the uh, microwaves anymore. You yeah. don't fix them, you just throw them yeah, out and get pitch, another yeah, one. I buy the cheapest cash register because they're only going to last for about 18 months. <laughs> Well, uh, so tell me about your wife's role there. Does she actively work there as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's an important part of it. Uh, of course, she takes care of everything away from the farm. So if anyone gets a Christmas present, a birthday card, <laughs> or anything from us, it's from her. <laughs> and uh, But she's also, she does all the check writing, all the bank work, all the bill paying, anything to do with paper she's in charge of. Mm-hmm. And she gives me... A lot of feedback on what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong, uh, <laughs> which I appreciate. She's my toughest critic, and I don't have a problem with that. Well, that's good. How long have you guys been married? We have been married 11 years. 11 years. 11 years. That's awesome. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't go a day without her now. Oh, that's, yep. Isn't that cute? It is fantastic. <laughs> so you grow your own flowers to give her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not allowed to give her flowers, but when I leave here, I'm going home to plant trees. She's got stuff laid out all over the yard, and I hope she's listening to this. I'm <laughs> going to go look, baby. <laughs> now, I know she has a white shirt on. You might have to change. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm ready for the honeydew list. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's always plenty of honeydew list with Joanna. How, how many people do you employ there? Uh, depends on the time of year. Right now we have four people there mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. So there's six there right now, plus mm-hmm. my wife and I. Wow. So you're being responsible for that as a business owner. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's obviously a, uh, a weight uh, that... You know, unless you've been a business owner, it's hard to describe kind of the weight that you feel sometimes about people depending on you for income. So you're trying your best to make everything work to where you're taking care of not only your family, but other people's and you look out for them, I'm sure. So going forward with the coronavirus thing, I'm sure it was a relief to you about what uh, Governor DeWine said. Do you want to speak to that? Uh, <clears throat> some of it was. It would be interesting to see how that affects the agricultural community. A lot of times uh, programs uh, aren't available to us. Now, I've told my employees that I will, th- they will continue to get paid, uh, and we'll just figure it out later. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Governor DeWine's comment today about garden centers remaining open uh, – 
relieved us a lot. You know, we were we were concerned about that, but, but we're, we haven't been concerned about the safety of working in a greenhouse or the safety of our customers. Right. So tell me, uh, everybody that might you know come down there, you yep. know, with all the popularity of um, you know advocating for the social distancing. Yeah. How do you approach that in your environment? It's pretty much self-explanatory. Uh, to a degree, I, I guess the one thing I would mention, uh, the one of the re several reasons that garden centers are allowed to remain open is we have an advantage over most businesses, and that is we can water everything. Mm -hmm. So we can wash off all of our material every day, several times a day. And uh, that's a huge benefit uh, if you think about other uh, retail businesses they, they can't do that mm -hmm. can't go into Kroger and wash down the boxes of cereal the other thing we're, we are doing is we are able to use food grade hydrogen peroxide mm -hmm. in our water and that's something we always do uh, we really bumped it up it's on steroids this year <laughs> and uh, you know read some stuff on from John Ho Johns Hopkins and you know they they, they mentioned that that hydrogen peroxide does kill the virus almost immediately so since this has all started, we've been running hydrogen peroxide through all our water lines. Mm -hmm. So every day when customers come into the greenhouse, that facility will have been washed down and sterilized every day with hydrogen peroxide. Mm -hmm. uh, and after lunch, we're going to continue misting plants with hydrogen peroxide. Mm -hmm. But the other good thing is, and why Mike DeWine is uh, open to keeping garden centers open, two reasons. One, viruses don't really do that well in 80.5 degrees or hotter temperatures and sunshine so our you know greenhouses are relatively safe and the other reason is people are want to are going to want to home garden more plant mm -hmm. tomatoes peppers fruits and, or the vegetables and, and we supply those mm -hmm. so you know we're we're happy about that but this was all stuff that we knew in advance yeah. that you know like my employees are not worried about coming to work because they can smell the clean hydrogen peroxide coming out of the hose. Mm -hmm. uh, we have hand wash stations set up. Uh, so we're going to do everything we can uh, to make it an extremely safe place. And our retail house is really big. It's mm -hmm. 14,000 square feet. Wow. So we're going to have signs up about the social distancing, and, and we're going to recommend people stay you know, 10 to 15 feet away. Mm -hmm. uh, and our parking lot is only so big, so it's never going to be so packed that, that people would have an issue. And we're going to do the pickup, and we're going to let people take plants straight to their car mm -hmm. and try to do a lot of different things to make people feel comfortable. Now, this is uh, just something I thought of, and um, you can speak to this, but do you do any type of delivery, like somebody that just can't get out? Hey, I want to order, uh, you know, some tomato plants or whatever. Would you consider bringing those or <laughs> is, is that something you can't offer at this time yeah we're, we're gonna try to do that Mike uh, it's really hard in this environment to hire more employees mm -hmm. it's, it's impossible uh, so th that's gonna be a cha challenge to any idea we have we're gonna have to find somebody to be able to do it <laughs> we could throw it under uber eats just right. say hey it's yeah. an edible plant <laughs> right so so I guess that's why we, we, we're spending uh, a lot of our time trying to explain to people every morning at seven o'clock every greenhouse every wall every sidewalk every cart every box is going to be washed down with hydrogen peroxide mm -hmm. 
when you come into my greenhouse, you can wash your hands at hydrogen peroxide. Mm. Now, you just can't do that at a grocery store. No. But that's an advantage that we have, and that's one of the reasons the governor is optimistic about keeping garden centers open. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's always going to be 80 degrees in there, so we have that too. Yeah. So, so we, I mean, we're, we feel comfortable, and uh, a lot of businesses, the owner – of the business is not there working at the business mm-hmm. uh, at a big box store the you know the the corporation ceos are not running the register uh, my wife and i are running the register and i have employees that have been with me for 25 years wow so uh they're never going to be in a position my wife's not going to be in a position where i'm going to put her in danger so uh, actually everyone that comes to work now even though we're closed we're still planting they're like when i get here i feel so relieved because i know everything's great mm-hmm. you know i I'm, i worry at the gas station i worry at the grocery store but when i come here i can relax yeah. so you know we feel good about it yeah well it sounds like a neat operation and your longest tenured employee you said was uh, i got two for 25 years wow yeah that's all. Yeah. Absolutely. So, just like my family. So do they, what do they do during the downtime? Do they find other employment? Well, we're there, we're there 12 months out of the year. But after someone's worked for me for 25 years, they just come in and do whatever they want. <laughs> 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 I ain't telling them much. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. You've earned that. Yeah. But yeah. they're there. You know, we sell Christmas trees. And then with the greenhouse operation, the size that we have, we start back the Monday after New Year's. Uh-huh. So it takes a week just to put the dirt in all the hanging baskets we do. Yeah. And it takes two weeks to fill all the pots for the four and a halfs and two weeks for all the flats. So so we're working five, six days in January and February. Now, I've got to ask you, so your supplies for your pots and your flats and all that stuff, does it come from overseas? Are you being affected by getting those shipments in or do you have them? So the greenhouse business, business like our plastics uh they're all manufactured in ohio and those those were purchased in the summer Uh so we we have to go really far out in advance because i have to grow this stuff Mm -hmm. so our hanging baskets and our flats and our all our pots they were delivered in august of last year and i ordered them the middle of july and then most of my seeds and cuttings all that's ordered like in september Mm -hmm. uh so and most of it's now paid for which is kind of a bad thing (laughs) (laughs) kind of wish i had that money back so uh you know the greenhouse industry is not an industry that's dominated by foreign companies it's just it just doesn't work Mm -hmm. do you ever get a vacation no (laughs) no man you were quick on that no no, it's not (laughs) i don't have to think about that when's the last time you took a summer vacation i've never had a summer vacation never have Uh, so last year, uh, my stepson got married in June, and and so, you thought, why well, pick that date? Yeah, so he <laughs> did, they did hold off until June to let me get through the spring, and I uh, so last year from the third week of January, I worked every day except those four days through October thirtieth. Are you just a control freak, or uh, it's just the nature of the business? <laughs> and like yes, my wife will say, "Yeah, he's a control freak." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's just the nature of the. I mean, we're open seven days a week, uh-huh. so I'm there every. You know, plants need attention every day. Yeah. Well, so. I can it, based on your white shirt and your dark complexion, you've been out working. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so how long you been at it outside? I guess. 
What, what do you mean? For this season. Have you been out since like January getting things ready? How, yeah. How does we, that work in your industry? So we started plant, We started film pots uh, the Monday after New Year's is what we did. Wow. So we're in the greenhouse uh, generally the first month just putting dirt into, into pots. Mm -hmm. And we buy two and a half semi loads of potting soil j just for that. Wow. Uh, and then we start seeding. Some things get seeded in November and December, but mostly the first week of January, we'll start seeding uh, things and doing cuttings off the parent stock. Wow. So it's a big operation. Yeah. So we ha everything's wrote down. There's a, there's a master book that uh, all the employees can go to and look to see what we're planting. And I can actually go back to 1995 and tell you what we planted on the 5th of March in 1995. I still have it wrote down. Wow. Yep. So any of the murder mysteries or something, they can come to you for that knowledge. Yeah, they can. What you, in the world was going on? Yeah, on if this anybody day? asked me what I was doing <laughs> the 3rd of May in 1998, I can tell. Well, we know you wasn't on vacation. No, I wasn't on vacation. <laughs> and no. you might have been doing a honey-do list. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, you said you have to go home and plant some trees. Yes. So we'll have to let you go here soon because <laughs> yeah. your, your wife. Yeah, my be... wife's got me on a clock. <laughs> is, is it a lot of trees that you're having to plant? Uh, so my wife is, uh, I call our yard the island of misfit plants. Uh, when you have 14, 15 greenhouses, any plant that I don't think is good enough to sell to the public uh, ends up in our yard. So she has a pickup truck that all she uses it for is to haul mulch and trees home. Oh, no. And so anything that we don't get sold gets planted in the yard. And then if she doesn't like it, she'll just dig it up the next year and move it. So it's just a constant Wait, thing. Wait, she will or well, she'll put it on the list? <laughs> she's always done it, but this year I think I'm kind of taking over a little bit. So. In your downtime? Yeah, in my downtime. So, But I have to give her credit. I, people, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing to say, but last year was the first time I mowed my lawn in 10 years. Wow. Because I was working, and, of course, Joanna would work, and then she would go home and cut the grass right. before I got home. Wow. And then last year, you know, we finally decided that she had to show me how to run the mower. <laughs> well, she probably bought a brand new one that appealed to you, right? And you're yeah. like, hey, honey, I can do this. We went from a push mower to a riding yeah, yeah. I can handle this. Yeah, so she actually had to show me how to use it. But, you know, that I, I, I there's good things about working every day uh -huh. and then bad things and, right. you know. But she's a good girl. <laughs> so you're married to her, and you're married to the business. For I'm married sure. to the business. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, R.I.P. to your cash registers coming up at the end of the year. I hate <laughs> to hear that they're going to go away. <laughs> and your electronics. Oh, yep. So AT&T or whoever uh, gets business out yep, of you. Yep. Sprint year. every year. We go in in June and t get uh, new phones. Do you do the? Uh, Smartphones or dumb phones? Uh, what I call the flip phones. Yeah, like we do we do the smartphones now. It uh -huh. took me a while to get there, uh -huh. uh, but now you know it's easier to check emails and such. Yeah. And, you know. Speaking of emails, how do uh, customers get a hold of the Blackboard? So the several ways. Uh, you know, our phone number obvious is probably the quickest. Uh, we have a pretty good Facebook thing with Messenger, and I try pretty hard to check that pretty regularly. And then our email. So once we decide how we're going to do uh, ordering, if people want to do that by phone, 
uh, or through email, we'll get those uh, the emails out, the, what the address is. I mean, it's pretty simple. It's the black barn at AOL.com. And everyone laughs. Yeah, AOL, uh, yeah, everyone laughs at that. When I, I, tell I can you, hear the dialogue right now. <laughs> when, I te- when I tell you electronics don't work for us, I'm telling you. It's just, you know, we, maybe we'll do smoke signals. I don't know. But, but uh, when people have sent me messages and asking about picking up I, I always try to explain to them our governor has been very proactive on COVID-19 he's probably led the nation with some of his decisions and when he specifically says garden centers need to remain open th- that pretty much lets you know that he feels that they're safe mm-hmm. and I know the Department of Agriculture has been pretty uh, honest with with where agriculture fits into this whole thing mm-hmm. and and as I mentioned Mike you know, my wife and I, my employees, we're in that greenhouse. You know, we're not sitting in a boardroom somewhere making the decision that these people that I don't know sh- still should be working. Mm-hmm. So watering everything down with hydrogen peroxide and having hand wash stations and, and having a greenhouse that people can go into and not be within 30 feet of anybody else. Mm-hmm. I th- we, we feel real good about it. Well, it sounds like you're taking all the right steps. Yeah, trying to. Yeah, I think you'll be fine. And I, I'm sure people are excited to get out of the house yeah. and then into a garden setting yes. anyway. So. So, something to look forward to. Yeah. I mean, I get up every morning. I can't wait to go. Yeah. You know, because I'm just so, you know, I hate to use the word depressed, but it's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, stay, stay away from the little black box with things <laughs> coming at you yeah. 100 miles an yes, hour. Yes, Absolutely. Things change, and we'll get through this. Absolutely. Uh, We have been listening to our friend Roy uh, from the Black Barn talk about his relationship with Joanna and the working (laughs) relationship uh, there. So, hey, uh, do yourself a favor. Go down there and visit them this season. Uh, Get all your uh, garden needs there. Is there anything that you don't carry that people are asking you for that you can say, hey, uh, sorry, I'm not going to carry it, but... Uh, as far as the the gardening, we carry any plant that you should be growing in your garden. We're going to have uh, fertilizer. I would recommend seeing Ralph at the feed store. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting a lot of questions about canning and freezing yeah, and such yeah. stuff. I know, I know absolutely nothing about that. And and we're telling people to t- talk to the jam and jelly lady in town because mm-hmm. she's one of the best I've ever met at that. So. Well, Mr. McCutcheon, I appreciate you coming in, and we look forward to maybe an update at the end of the season. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, come back in and talk to us about how the business went, and I'm sure you'll have a great success and maybe tell them where to get their pumpkins. Absolutely, <laughs> and tomatoes <laughs> and peppers and everything yeah. else, absolutely. <laughs> Stuff for your canning needs. Maybe you'll yeah. understand canning by then. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Roy, thanks for coming in the studio. This has been fun. You've been listening to Let's Talk.